With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on the Real Estate Buzz with Peggy Hill. And it's another Sunday morning and we are now officially in September 2020. Well, happy Labor Day weekend. I hope everybody is enjoying this weekend and has lots of plans with friends or family just to hang out and enjoy this last big weekend before fall hits and I would say school starts and things go back to normal if you have children however unclear what's happening with the school systems right now with COVID going on I hear all kinds of yes they're going back no they're not back and forth up and down a lot of things happening and changing in in society today but with that being said the market is still very strong and I've been saying it for years now I keep thinking it's going to slow down but it's getting faster Prices are still increasing, Um, you know, markets, they're listing their houses, they're selling pretty quick. We're still having multiple showings, not on every home, you know, not every single home commands a multiple offer situation, but predominantly if the home is listed properly in the market, you'll get a few showings and be under contract, you know, in a week, two weeks. I have been seeing, you know, I look at some of these and I am seeing 30 days, 60, 40 days, some of them a little bit longer depending on the product. I've been seeing a lot of listings coming on, and I mean a lot. So that's good. Hopefully that might help us with this big inventory shortage. And I've even seen price reductions coming through. I don't know if that's anything major except that, you know, the market's been so, so high. I think some of our sellers are overpricing. I have seen, and I'll be like, what? That's ridiculous. So I think that's what's happening and why the price reductions are starting to take place. And I get that. Everybody wants to check, test the market and see what they can get or not get. I'm seeing a lot of people still paying cash. Oh, and if you are on the water or anywhere near a beach, that market is extremely fast and aggressive. Um, But I am seeing that slowing down too. And that has a lot to do with the end of summer. You know, people really, really want to enjoy the summer on a lake or walking down to the beach. But I do know there's a lot of sellers that are, you know, same thing. They're enjoying these last weeks and this last weekends, and then they're going to put their house up for sale. Would love to talk with you if you're thinking of selling 207-423-4123. And like I've said before, just Google my name, Peggy Hill Caldwell Banker, and you can get all my contact information. But definitely um, anybody that wants to have a market analysis and see what their home is worth, And I would love to talk with you. I'd love to chat. We're getting buyers under contract as well. You know, the mortgages have eased up. Things are still pretty good right now. And as I say about everything, you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. It could go crazy. It could just stay steady. It could slow down. It could level out. But I do know today in September 2020, it's a very strong market. So if you're looking to sell, I would consider getting it on the market. And if you're looking to buy definitely keep looking because without the buyers, there is no sellers selling. So in order to have this strong market, we have to have the buyers and sellers and investors. 
So thinking about what to do, I mean, there's so many different subjects to real estate, and I love having guests on the show. I just haven't had any because everybody is so busy. Every electrician, plumbers. I mean, it's just crazy. If you go to Home Depot and you try to get building materials, there's hardly any building materials. If you try to buy like a microwave, you're on a backlog for that. And of course, they're going right through the roof. Everything's increasing in price. It's just because there's so much new construction going on. Um, And, you know, with all the refi booms because of the interest rates so low, you can't get a hold of insurance agencies, mortgage brokers, appraisers. It's just a fast, fast, fast industry. And everybody's busy. So I keep calling and saying, would you love to come on my show, get some really good free advertising out to all the listeners, educate them on your product, what you have to offer. Um, I do have some booked up into the winter. (laughs) But right now, there's like, we have got no time. So I was just thinking, what should I talk about on my show this morning? And something that I hand out a lot, and I don't think certain people pay too much attention, but should if you're selling and or buying it is the law that you have to, even if you're a for sale by owner, give a property disclosure, disclosing certain aspects of your home. Now, the main real estate property disclosure is very entailed, but there are certain things like heating system, septic well that you have to disclose. So if you are thinking of selling your house by yourself, I would definitely go on and research what is it that you have to legally disclose to all your prospective buyers and put that form together so that you can hand out to them. And of course, if you are listed with a real estate agent, they're going to have you fill out these property disclosures. So what is a property disclosure form? Well, it's just certain information that must be made available to buyers prior or during a preparation of an offer. That's what Maine law says. The statement has been prepared to assist prospective buyers in evaluating the property. The disclosure is not... That's the big part you have to remember, not a warranty of the condition of the property. It's not part of the contract between a buyer and seller. Sellers authorizes the disclosure of the information in this statement to the real estate licensees and to the prospective buyers of the particular property. The seller agrees to provide prompt notice if anything changes on the information. And then we will make the uh, amendment to the actual property disclosure form. So what that basically means, and this is what I tell most of my, well, if, I'm, if you're a seller and you're filling it out, my, my advice is to fill it out to the best of your knowledge to what you believe to be true. If you have documentation, that's great. And a disclosure doesn't always have to be negative. It can be positives as well. There's an other conditions or other information at the end of a disclosure form that I pass out. And, you know, and I might put in there brand new roof in 2018, new windows, new garage, whatever is really, you know, fantastic about the home, as well as the um, anything of information. And it's not negative information. It's just information about the home. So once my sellers have filled that out to the best of their ability and knowledge. So if they don't know, it's filled in unknown because the seller just doesn't know. If it's not applicable, like... um, septic if it's public water. So then it's non-applicable. I mean, public water versus well. So then if it's questions about a well, it's non-applicable. If you don't know, it's unknown. And what you do know, you fill out. So what does that mean for the buyer? Well, if you have a property disclosure form and you are signing that you have a, that you're getting the property disclosure form, basically you're signing and it states just before you sign, 
So it says, I or we, meaning the buyer, read and received a copy of this disclosure, the arsenic and wood fact sheet, which you should be getting, and the arsenic and water brochure. And we understand we or I should seek information from qualified professionals if we have any questions or concerns. So this is one of my trust but verify forms. We trust that it's proper and done right, but we have to verify. And as a buyer signing this, you're stating that you will seek um, your information and questions from professionals. So let's just say, oh, here's a good one. I had on one, this was several years back, and it was a septic, and I had the seller. And they had lived there for a long time, and the husband had built the house himself, and he passed a few years back. So, you know, I'm asking the lady, you know, what about the septic? And she goes, oh, it's out back over here. I says, where's the leach field? She says, it's right here. My husband had it cleaned out just before he had passed. Okay, great. And we fill out all these disclosure forms. You know, we go under contract. We give them to the buyer. And the buyer has a professional septic inspection. And they said, there's no leach field. And I said, of course there's a leach field. So I go back to my seller who is very, very, very insistent that there's leach field because her husband had cleaned it out and she absolutely knows. So I said to my seller, I said, okay, well, let's hire a professional septic inspector from our part and have it inspected. Then we can give the proper notice to the buyer showing where the leach field is. Well, when we hired that professional, there's no leach field. It was just a trench that was dug out back with a pipe that went out to it and he was cleaning out the trench is what we assume. But the seller, which was the wife, really truly believed that was a leach field. So it doesn't mean she put false information. It was the information she disclosed to the knowledge she had. The buyer did what he was to do, had any questions, hired a professional to verify it. So this is a trust but verify form. Just because the seller put it there doesn't mean it's 100% true. So when the buyer goes by in the house, you definitely highly, highly recommend that you hire a professional inspector. It's Nashi, Nahi, or Ashi certified who's been doing it for a while. I always say have a if you have a well, have a water test because you're ingesting the water. And I also state that you should have your septic if it's under a, a private septic. You know, you pay like 300 350 for the septic. But if you have to replace it, that could be 5 10 15 20 grand. Well, you're listening to The Real Estate Buzz with Peggy Hill. We'll be right back. We're back. Thank you for joining me this morning on the Real Estate Buzz with Peggy Hill. And of course, this is Labor Day weekend. And if you're just joining me, I want to wish you a happy Labor Day weekend. I hope you're having a wonderful, relaxing weekend. We're hanging out with family or friends or maybe just reading a book snuggled up in the corner and hopefully not working. But if you're working, I hope it's very productive. So this morning, I was just chit-chatting a little bit about the property disclosure form, what it is, what it means what you should or should not be doing or thinking about when you get one of these handed to you when you're thinking of purchasing a home. Now, if you're the seller before signing it, there's a little disclosure here that's at the very last page and it basically states the seller shall be responsible and liable for any failure to provide information known regarding material defects to the buyer. So the example I made before the break, it wasn't known to her. She really believed what she believed. So it's what you know or believe to be true. Neither seller nor any broker makes any representations as to the applicability of or compliance with 
any codes or any sort, whether state, municipal, federal, or any other, including or not limited to fire, safety, building, electrical, or plumbing. So we are not stating any applicable, any compliance with any of the codes. As the seller, we have provided the above information and represent that all the information is correct to the best of our knowledge. All systems and equipment, unless otherwise noted on this form, is in operational condition. So what does the form entail? Well, the, and of course, I don't have, it would take me all day to go through everything, but basically, it has disclosures. Disclosures mean I'm going to tell you about my house. What about my house should you know? I'm selling it. So the first part is water. Well, what type of water do you have? Well, I could have public water. I could have a well. Well, what kind of well? Is it a dug well, drilled well? Is it an artesian well? Where is it located? And then they're going to ask things like, do you have any problems? So have you had any problems with, the, there's a pump. Have you had any problems with the quality? Maybe the quantity. Maybe you know that there's um, arsenic or you had water tests and it was noted that it had high chloride or whatever. So they're going to ask you that. Was it tested? Was there any problems? When was it tested? So what we're doing is we're just letting the buyer know what you know, since you've lived in the home or own the home. And then, of course, who's it installed by, when, etc. A lot of times that's just unknown, which is fine to put unknown. But if you know, like say you had it built and you know that ABC Water Company put it in and it's 3,300 feet deep or whatever it is, then we want to be putting it there. And even if you have information that's not asked on the disclosure form, I always say disclose it. Disclose, 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 good and bad. It's so much easier when people just simply know. So say there's a problem with the water and they get this disclosure form and they read it and they're like, oh yeah, I see there's high iron. So when they go to buy and do inspections, it's not a surprise. They already know. Sometimes you don't know. So the second section is about the septic, wastewater disposal. So it could be public or private. Let them know that. So if it's public, it's pretty simple. Public, the rest of the questions are kind of like non-applicable. because With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They ask if it's private, like, is it a septic tank? Is it concrete? How big is it? Where is it? What do you know about it? Have you had any problems with it? Have you had it pumped? When have you had it pumped? Etc. So the thing to think about when you have a septic and when you're going into your inspections, I see this a lot that it says public and people they think that they don't have to have it inspected. And you don't. You don't have to do any inspections in the state of Maine. That's true. And if it's public, a lot of people just bypass. But there's also that pipe that goes from the house to the street that you're responsible for as a homeowner. So say you're buying in the city of Portland and that pipe is old and it's, you know, I don't know, iron, aluminum, whatever, and it's crumbled. That could cost you a bit of money to dig that up and replace it. So I would always say have it camered from the house to the street to make sure that that's in working condition as well. As you're going through on your disclosure forms, it'll ask you about your heating systems. You know, what type are they, et cetera? Where are they sleeved? Are they not sleeved? 
some of the questions, you know, like the annual consumption, that's really, that's one of those ones that it just says what the seller is using. So if you have a forced hot water heating system and they say, I use, I don't know, a thousand gallons of fuel. Well, they might keep the heat at 90 degrees in the winter. You might keep it at 60. So it doesn't mean that that's what you're going to use. That means that's what that seller consumed on the heating systems. That could be wood stove, gas fireplace, all kinds of things. And then another section you go down is about hazardous material. So that's a big one. You know, normally pretty much most of my listings, these are unknown because well, say you have 25 acres. Do you really know what's under the ground on every one of them? No, but we don't think there's any, but you're not going to put no because you don't know for sure. So you're going to go like, well, I don't know. So it's unknown. But sometimes I had a gas station that had old tanks that were filled in and, you know, DEP approved and everything. Well, then that's a yes. There's underground storage tanks. The other kind of underground storage tanks you would see are um, propane. You know, propane tanks sometimes are buried. So that would be a yes. And then, of course, they're going to ask a bunch of questions about that. And then if you have any questions, you research with the Department of Environmental Protection. You know, call the town, do your proper research. That's something else, too. And that's actually on inspections. And I'm not, I'm kind of talking a little bit about inspections and property disclosure. Go to the town. When you go under contract, you have these disclosure forms in hand, you want information, you should pull the file. If the broker haven't already, and just see what's there. That can give you a lot of information about that house. Um, and then it goes on to asbestos. So asbestos is one of those, you know, what year was it built? If it was built prior to certain years, a lot of that's going to be unknown unless you really do know. So asbestos can be found in heating systems, floor tiles, if they're like the little 8 by 8s so or it's an indication, you know, your siding, you know, the little lines and the wavies. Uh, blown-in insulation. It could also be popcorn ceilings that has asbestos. So there's definitely different parts of a home that could have asbestos in it. Um, if you don't know, then it's unknown. But if you absolutely, like it was built in 2002, well, then it's going to be no. Uh, radon in the air, current or current or previously existent. Now, that's another one that the seller can fill out. You know, if they bought the house and had a radon air mitig test, then they might know. And they might have had a radon mitigation. If not, who knows? It's funny about radon and air because you could be on a street and have a house with granite rock in the basement and the radon and air will be perfect. And then the house next door could be as sandy as could be and have high radon. It's very, very subjective um, to each house. So that's one of those, you know, talk to an inspector, see if you really want to have a radon and air test as well as a radon and water. So if you do a general water, I don't believe it includes radon. So they might ask you, do you want to add radon? Believe it or not, down here, it also asks about methamphetamine. Um, <laughs> Have you had a meth lab? Hopefully that answer is always no. But it's on the it's on the disclosure form. Then, of course, the big one, lead-based paint. That's a big one. There should be two. If it's prior than 78, then you will get also a booklet and another lead-based paint addendum. But this here is about, you know, is there or have you ever had lead-based paint? Um, some people might have had it tested and that might be a yes. But if you're older than 1978, the house, it should say unknown but possible due to age unless you know specifically. And then they ask about peeling paint and things like that. That's one of those things you have to think about if you want to have tested or not to what you're going to be doing with the home. 
Um, other hazardous material, toxic material, landfill, radioactive material, kind of important to know if any of that's there. Um, so that it says right here underneath that, it, again, buyers are encouraged to seek information from professionals regarding any specific issue or concern. And it does say that a few times inside this disclosure form. You're listening to The Real Estate Buzz with Peggy Hill, and we'll be right back. We're back. Thank you for joining me this morning on The Real Estate Buzz with Peggy Hill. And this morning, I was just going to go over a little bit of the disclosure forms and what you should legally disclose. A seller should legally disclose certain aspects of a property to a buyer, even if for sale by owner. The state of Maine has a, I think it's seven pages that they have us fill out um, from the seller. And I think it's fantastic. I actually started, and I have done this off and on. I'm going to make it part of my routine, though, to have a seller put together other information, which I just find that the buyers really like to know. Things, silly little things like, you know, when is garbage pickup? If not, who do you use? When is the dump open? You know, just stuff about a house, like idiosyncrasy things, like you got to jiggle this to work or anything you want to tell the buyer. So I've had them start to put together things like that. Who is the CMP, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But in this disclosure form, it's basically disclosing things about, I would call it major systems and things that you would like to know. And the first part was like wells, septic, hazardous material, lead-based paint, radon, um, we were just into the general information part, which basically talks about is the property subject to any easements or anything on a deed. So I always say you should go to the town. I'm under contract. If your broker has not gone to the town and pulled the file, I would go to the town and pull the file of the house that you're thinking of buying. Heck, if you're the owner, I'd almost go and pull it so you know what you're selling. <laughs> Something else, excuse me, is the deed. You should read that deed. Literally sit down and read the whole deed. Inside of a deed, there could be easements, right-of-ways, covenants. There could be stuff that's removed, like maybe the air rights or something. You know, so you really want to be reading the deed and understand what you're buying and if there's any restrictions on that deed. But in the disclosure, it will ask you, is there any easements, right-of-ways, etc.? And there might be. There might be covenants. Maybe it's in, like, for example, Lake Arrowhead. There's all kinds of rules and regulations in Lake Arrowhead. So that should be that should be um, disclosed. And then on to, um, where are we? These are the basics. You know, what year was the house built? When did you buy it? When did you put the roof shingles on? Any water or moisture? That's a big one. I see no on these a lot and then I'll look up and see water see it, you know stains on the ceiling I'll be like huh kind of something came in <laughs> or you're in the basement and you look at the wood and there's water stains two inches up on the wood so you know there was water there at some point this should say yes and it'll ask about you know do you know of any prior so maybe you bought the house last year and there was prior moisture so it's not just when you own the house anything you kind of know about it should be disclosed as a seller Buyer just reads this and says, hmm, there was water. Let's check it out. Why? How much? When? Did it do any damage? Stuff like that. Another thing that's not on here and probably wouldn't be, but I would say if you're selling, go into your attic. Look in your attic, even if it's a pop-up. A lot of times there's discoloration up there. There's like animals maybe. The insulation could be a mess. 
you want to know what's there. So I would say take a look up into your attic before you sell so there's no surprises. Surprises are not fun. Um, known material defects. So pretty much anything you know. So it goes through a whole list of stuff that you possibly should know. You know, well, septic heating system, right of first refusal, blah, blah. And then it says, do you know anything else? That is a defect that you want to tell the buyer about or prospective buyers about. And, you know, you can put whatever. Then there's an additional information section, which right there, that's where I would put, you know, if there's something major, you know, that you want to put on there, like, um, yeah, I don't know, it could be anything. There's so many different things. Septic backed up into the house. We had to have the septic come in, oil tank busted, something like that. But usually what I'm putting there is like, New roof installed, new water tank, partial new kitchen cabinets, if it has new floors. You know, house had it beautifully landscaped two years ago. Um, there's a irrigation system at the house. There's an invisible fence if you have pets. A heated driveway. That would be really cool. I don't see those in Maine, but that would be cool. But all the little perks and amenities in what I stick inside the other conditions because, you know, a lot of times they don't read the listing sheet. And it's nice to see it listed here. And if there's a lot, say you revamp that house and there's so much, put an addendum. Just put C addendum and you can list everything that you did to the house or everything that's wonderful about the house. You know, maybe you have heated radiant heat in the garage or maybe the walls are two by eights with extra thick superstore insulation. You know, um, you could do that. Solar panels. So that's not specifically in the disclosure form. But it's stuff that you really want to highlight and disclose that is in the property for the new buyers because that's great, right? A lot of people don't know their superstore dense insulation or it's a two-flue chimney or, you know, that's not in these disclosure forms. So when you're thinking of listing a home, think about everything that's wonderful about the house as well as anything that you need to disclose about the house. And when you're buying a house, it's a trust but verify buyer beware. Just because it says it on the disclosure does not mean it's true. If you're a seller and you know something, then you are obligated to tell the buyer. Uh, but then the buyer, it's up to them to have a professional if they have any more questions. So say you have a home inspection and they go, well, looks like there's some corrosion on the heating system. Well, a home inspection is only to highlight a problem. It's not to tell you what it is. So then if you're curious, you can hire an HVAC professional to come in and check out the boiler system, right? Then they can say, oh yeah, there is a problem. Oh no, there's not a problem. So basically trust but verify. I know I say it over and over and over. So there's not too many things going on. I have listings coming on the market and going off the market. But right now I have a brand new listing in Waterboro I want to highlight on my program. It is on two acres of very, very pretty land, which is open, couple big, beautiful trees. It has raspberry bushes, blueberry bushes, blackberry bushes, grapes, uh, strawberries on the land, mature bushes, fruit trees, very pretty land. It's a one level living, five bedroom. So there's five bedrooms, two baths, kitchen, living room, sort of open concept with a cathedral ceiling in the main home. But then it has a like carport area attached, which is great for storage with a two and a half car heated garage. And in the heated garage is a bathroom and it has a steel I-beam with a lift that could or could not stay. And then you walk upstairs and there's a one bedroom apartment with a full bathroom as well and a porch area. And it is a legal apartment. So we have a five bedroom, two bath in the main house, 
bath in the garage, bath in the one-bedroom apartment above the garage, which is legal and can be rented. On two acres of land, it is in Waterboro. It is listed at 325000 If you're curious or interested about this or like more information, just reach out, 207-423-4123. I do have another ranch that is coming on, a smaller ranch is coming on at 250 Three-bedroom, one-bath, open-concept little ranch on a corner lot in Waterboro as well. If you are looking to buy that, um, that should be on probably Monday or Tuesday. It should hit the market. But give me a call if you're interested. It is listed, legally listed with paperwork, 207-423-4123. You're listening to The Real Estate Buzz with Peggy Hill. And thank you for joining me on my show this morning. Please join me next Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Only on the legends hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.